Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And welcome back to Virtual Reality, where we spill all the reality TV news and gossip. And get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with the Real Housewives of Potomac star herself, Giselle Bryant. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Giselle, we are so honored to have you on the podcast today. I mean, you are such an icon in the podcast space with Reasonably Shady. So this just, this feels right and uh, I'm I'm excited to get into it because this season of Potomac is so dramatic and it, ju- it just keeps getting even crazier <laughs> and crazier. Crazier and crazy. And I tried to tell everybody, like, before the, the season started, like, this season is nuts, but in a good way. Oh, it's fun to watch. I could not imagine it being that fun to film and live through because you guys, you guys used to be able to have fun dinners. No one makes it to the end of a dinner anymore. <laughs> well, I do because I don't leave without my dessert. So I, I always make it through. <laughs> that is true. People can be throwing martinis, but Giselle is going to finish her dessert. That yeah. That is for certain. Well, I kind of love you talking about dinners and finishing your desserts because 2023 kind of kicked off with a lot of Bravo accounts saying that you're getting a little uh, romantic and having a little dessert with a uh, Winter House star, Jason. <laughs> what, what is going on, Giselle? We're just right to it. We're just jumping in. Uh, we're <laughs> jumping in. Dessert for um, breakfast. <laughs> Jason and I are friends and we're, we're just having fun. Okay. Well, it's funny because he did our live show at City Winery and he said he did yours and he only sung your praises and was saying <laughs> that you and Robin were so much fun. So when I yeah. saw that, I was like, oh. Yeah, it, like, it kind of made sense because we asked him, who is your favorite Bravo celebrity you've ever met, your best Bravo celebrity encounter? And right off the bat, he was like, Giselle Bryant. I went to her show. She was amazing. So w- just what are your general thoughts about Jason? Is is there a vibe? Okay, I, obviously, I've trained him well since he said I was the first that, I mean, I was like the best and the greatest. Um, no, he's an awesome guy i mean i have nothing bad to say about him at all um anytime we're together we just have a ball so you know i'm all about the fun and he brings the fun and i feel like that's what you need you need like a fun a fun young guy just kind of like kick off the year enjoy yourself because i also mean all of bravo loved uh watching ashley and luke have some fun i'm mad that you guys didn't overlap to double date but i loved watching (laughs) ashley like let loose a little bit with luke yes and and that might be where jason came from that situation, but um, yeah, I mean, I have, I just have nothing bad to say. He's he's great. Well, I hate that Luke and Ashley are over because it would have been so fun to see the four of you double date on the show, have some summer house, winter house, housewives crossover. Yeah, I mean, well, is I don't think Ash are Ashley and Luke like done, done, done. Okay, so this is what I'm. You missing. tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I might. I might try to make that happen so that the four of us can go out just for you guys. Uh, thank you. Thank Wait, you, Giselle. Would you make it a table for six so me and Evan can come? Um, but then the cameras can't come. So, you know, we have to figure it out. Okay, okay. okay. We can That's do perfect. two. We can do a cameras and no cameras. 
We can make it work. I honestly I mean, would love to see you on Winterhouse just because I, me watching, I'm like, I don't know how they live in the, like, there's filth everywhere. No one, there's no rooms. And I mean, I've seen, I relate to you so much when you're on a trip. I want my bed. I want my bathroom. So yes. you would have a time there. Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't. I No, I, if I if, if I was even around, I'd be like, okay, I need my own quarters in a whole nother town, okay? And then I'll come and say hi, and then y'all know where to find me at night if you want to find me, okay? <laughs> I feel like you could get the Winter House crew so together. Like, that Virgo energy would just, like, really do them a lot of good. Yes, I think so. And it's kind of funny because Jason is a Virgo too. So, oh. yeah, I, I told him, I was like, I, I probably am going to hate you tomorrow because it's two Virgos. It's just mm. like, ah. It's a lot. Okay, so you and Jason, sorry to keep going back to Jason, but you're just friends at the moment. Could it ever develop into something more? Because you look beautiful together. Um, One day at a time, guys. One day at a time. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So on the show on Potomac, you said the the characteristics you're looking for in a man, it's, it's easy. It's, it, you're not asking for a lot. It's he's got to make me laugh and he's got to have a big D. Does Jason at least make you laugh? <laughs> I said that Jason makes me laugh. Okay. Um, okay. And good news. I, I will say this and we, we will get off of his D oh. um, is that he's met my kids and they think he's great. Okay, if you're getting the co-sign from Angel, Adore, and Grace, you must be a good guy. By the way, Giselle, I love your daughter so much. And if anything, you should just be so proud that you raised like three incredible girls. I don't even know them, but I, I just love them so much from what I've seen on the show. They're they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, they are, and right now, because they're like teenagers and, you know, they have these major personalities, they're so much fun. Like, we get together and we just have a ball. And I mean, that's also kind of my favorite. Whenever I'm watching, I'm like... If there is another spinoff to come from Potomac, I need it to be Giselle and her family and her kids just putting her through like, all right, who are you dating? It's an interview process. Mom, yeah. we're taking you to do this. Cause they, I love that the only person, the only people I feel that can kind of like go head to head with you are your kids. And it's like the funniest thing of all time. Yes. No, they give me a hard time. They say they give me a hard time because they love me. I don't, it, it hasn't like made sense, but I'm going with it. It's that tough love. It's that tough love, you know? <laughs> yeah, but so like you said, you still want Ashley and Luke to kind of reconcile, hopefully. But do you think, um, like, would or do you feel like Ashley? Because she said on Watch What Happens that it's just a lot going on with Michael and everything right now. Do you think she might need a little pause on everything to just to get all the sign seal delivered? For sure. And I mean, this is a girl that has been divorced, and you don't want to like ruffle feathers or upset the other party until the money is inked. Okay. <laughs> right. So yes, it's, I think it's totally, um, it totally makes sense that, you know, Ashley just needs to like figure that out right now. And then, you know, later when all that's inked up, she can like live her best life. Maybe yeah. with her. Yeah. They'll, they'll find their way back to each other. At least I'm hoping, but okay. So as Ashley's friend, do you think that Michael, you know, other than the kind of like money part of it, is he preventing Ashley from living her best single girl life at all? Like, is it, is it just about settling the divorce? Do you think there's like a, a, a jealousy thing going on? Like, what is it? I don't know. I mean, I do know that they have a long history together. They've been together for a while. Um, I can't see either one of them just totally wanting to like, wipe their hands clean and walk away. You know, I think there's going to be some back and forth. Like, 
Maybe we should stay together. Maybe we should try to work it out. No, we shouldn't stay together. I think there's going to be a little bit of back and forth before it's finally all said and done. And you know what? And I told her, like, if you decide one day you want to stay with Michael, go ahead. Like, this is your life. You got to live it. You got to be happy. Yeah. yeah. And I feel and then- like it is a hard a hard time too because what like since they were on the show together and everything like that and it like because we're watching also like i don't know if you keep up with miami but like lisa and lenny having wait a minute do i keep up with miami miami do you? is like listen i think i because you know alexi and marisol and i went to you know girls trip we did girls trip um so we have a we have a group text it's Portia, marisol alexia and me and Right before the holidays, I started watching it and I was like into the group text, like, Portia, you gotta watch, it's so good. And I mean, I hate that it's like to the demise of Lisa's marriage, you know what I mean? I hate that, but guess what? That Lenny need to go, okay, goodbye. Right, like it was a blessing in disguise, honestly, kind of having the like cameras to magnify everything. Like it's kind of like, I don't know, confirmation that like, this was not an, a good dude for you, Lisa. And you were on to bigger and better things. Yes, yes. And I, I do want to say I'm so pleasantly surprised by Larsa Pippen. This <laughs> like, Larsa, Love. you are dropping the tea with honey, honey. Like, <laughs> you are doing the doggone thing with, like, zero Fs about it. Like, I love the way that she is just, I feel like she's coming to her own and she's herself. Does that make sense? Totally. Yes, because yeah. I feel like a lot of like, because when I, because I feel she's out of all the Miami ladies, we've heard so much about Larsa for decades now. Yeah. I, you kind of go in being like, all right, what's this going to be? And is she, she starts off so like monotone and quiet, yeah. but then you're like, wait, what did she just say? And oh, she's yelling. And oh, yeah. she see people making out. She's kind of like, she knows that. I feel she would be an amazing like honorary Green Eyed Bandit for how shady she can get. I'll take her. She, you know, I never really pay attention to her because she was like, oh, that's just Kim Kardashian's friend. That's just that girl over there. But no, Larsa, you are holding your own, honey, and we will take her honorary anytime. Her reads are so effortless. It's like, it, like, like Danny said, like she speaks like in, in such a monotone way, which I, I love. But then like you realize, oh, my God, she totally just eviscerated this girl and you didn't even like realize it. It's amazing. Um, yes. wait, you mentioned you mentioned the group text. Uh, with Portia and Marisol and Alexia, Candace obviously is not in the group text these days. Giselle, how how are things with Candy Girl? <laughs> she would never be in that group text. Because um, I might not be the only person in that text that has a problem with her. But um, moving on, no, Candace <laughs> and I are where we need to be, which is I know who she is. I see who she is. And, you know, I just, I wish her the best. I wish her and her husband the best. Um, You know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I never felt like Candace is a fun girl. Like you can go out with her, you can have fun, you can kiki, but then like to have like a real hardcore relationship with her and, uh, and want, and for her to, for you to expect that she's going to be an adult, like have adult conversations. I've just never gotten that from her. Mm. Looking back on the dance studio moment, do you wish you approached that whole Chris situation differently, knowing that it would eventually result in the kind of like demise of your friendship? I approached that situation. I thought about that. I, I approached it. Very, I, I chose all my words carefully. I didn't add any like extra drama and hot sauce and tea to it, which I know how to do very well. And I didn't do that because we were friends. Now we're no longer friends. So I can real get to the get to the tea and the nitty gritty of it all 
And I, you know, and that's what the reunion is for. Okay. And we will be right back to bring you more juicy reality gossip. Are, oh. are you excited for this reunion? Because I feel like, because uh, I feel after the reunion, you're watching all and you're seeing, can't, she loves to tweet. So you're seeing all the tweets coming in, the energy coming in. How are you feeling getting ready for the reunion? I'm good because I know my truth and I know how I feel about things. And that's what I will speak on. Um, and you know, there's, there's things I haven't said that to protect Candace's feelings because we were friends. So yeah, I can say whatever I want now and feel good about it. So okay. what you're saying is that there was some missing context during the dance studio conversation that you planned to reveal at the reunion. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. This is not a dun 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 moment. <laughs> <laughs> However, you know, I very much respected and wanted to protect the sanctity of our friendship at the dance studio. Um, based on how she has reacted on social media and how she has like played this all the way out and she's the victim and she's the victim and oh my God, I no longer feel that way. So I will not hold back. Mm. I feel this reunion, no one's gonna be holding back. Cause I'm like, oh, everybody is fighting with, so like there's a lot of friendships that are kind of, people are at their breaking point where it's like Sharice uh, uh, and Karen. I mean, Karen and Robin, Mia and Jacqueline. I'm like, I Yes, good I stuff. It's everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, the, the Jacqueline and Mia of it all kind of took all of us by surprise. We didn't, Same. we were like, what the hell is going on here? Um, so I, I, I'm actually looking forward to them kind of hashing that out and getting to a better place at the reunion, hopefully. Because I know you, you that's you possible. Yeah. Um, is it possible? No, but we're going to try. Giselle's going to try. <laughs> Because that's the thing. I feel like all of you got off that plane and you're like, what just? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did we watch a horror film? Like what went on here? Listen, because they sat across the aisles from each other. So they're screaming at each other, you know, over the aisles. And I'm like, okay, th there's no cameras here. And um, I like to act dignified in the first place. Okay. And this is not dignified. So y'all have to pipe it down or just wait and let me get a camera. What are you <laughs> So when you finally, when you guys finally landed in Mexico, things like obviously hit ahead during Ashley's little birthday celebration. And yeah. Mia quoted the forever iconic Nene Leaks, close your legs to married men. And I, I swear to God, like, I don't know if it was the editing in that moment, but they, they pan to Jacqueline's face and it, it looked like she died inside when yeah. Mia said that. What was your reaction? It just seems like there was a lot more to it than a simple quote from Nene Leaks. Well, um, I when actually when, when Mia said that, I was actually like, okay, Nene, in my mind. I was like, yes, Nene just showed up in Mexico. <laughs> like I was kind of excited. Um, and then Jacqueline paused and immediately went to, you know, I've never slept with your husband. So oh, I was sorry. like, oh, what? Like, <laughs> hold up. Like <laughs> I wasn't expecting that because that says to me, you're being defensive and you're trying to get out in front of what we might be thinking. But that wasn't the married man I was thinking about. I was actually in my mind thinking, oh, OK, Jacqueline gets down with married men having nothing to do with Gordon. But as soon as me, Jacqueline brought up Gordon, I was like, oh, no, girl, stop talking. Like I just yeah, it was a lot.
Yeah, I mean, but after all the like talk of like threesomes and uh, Gordon and uh, Mia bringing and in cars, Harvard and it just it really wouldn't have surprised me. Like, whatever, who cares? It's like, a... do you boo? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Her name no. isn't on the marriage certificate. She added that out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, they do have a very close, strange relationship, and whatever works for them is cool. And me, like trying to get to the bottom of it and trying to figure it all out. I was just being messy. Y'all know me. I'm just being messy. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're asking the questions we all want to know so we appreciate that yes Giselle sometimes I watch the show and I feel like you missed your calling as a journalist my mom called, my mom called me yesterday and she was like because she was catching up so she just saw the episode of when after the reason be shady live show and then when I was talking to Jacqueline and Mia and I was trying to like get to the bottom of it my mother was like do you want to be a lawyer what is wrong with you stop harassing people <laughs> No, keep harassing people. It makes for incredible TV, Giselle. Do you are are you also sort of like harassing people and getting in people's business on Ultimate Girls Trip? I feel like you probably are. Oh my God. I was living my best life. Um getting into everyone's business. And <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so like a little borderline terrified as to like how this is all going to like what the scenes are gonna look like and how this is all gonna play out. Because I between me and Portia, we were just a hot mess in a great way. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think we all were so excited because Portia was a really last minute add-on on the yeah. casting. And when when we all saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And obviously you're in the group chat with her and the Miami ladies. Yeah. Candace, clearly not, but that's no <laughs> surprise. Is there anybody else from the cast that you're like, oh, I never want to text again. I never want to see again. <laughs> Anything like that. Um, I've, I've actually, because Salt Lake just happened and, you know, the Salt Lake girls were with us, Heather and Whitney, I was, I've been texting a little bit with Whitney because of the whole black eye, the black eye of it all. So the black eye came up in Thailand and that's all I will say about it. But, um, how it's been rolled out on Salt Lake has been very, I didn't, that's what Whitney told me when we were in Thailand. Like that's how, what happened. And I didn't believe her. Mm. You know what I mean? I thought they really got to the bottom of the black eye. Mm. And they didn't. So, <laughs> no. you know, Whitney and I have been, like, talking about that. Wow, interesting. Okay, so now watching Salt Lake and having your experience in Thailand with both women, do you feel like you are Team Whitney? Oh, I felt like it in Thailand. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So we did. Who's so? I think the last person, Leah from Thailand. Did you vibe with Leah McSweeney at all, or because her and Candace seem really close? So I don't know how that goes into play with you and her. Yeah, I I did. I understand Leah. You know, Leah doesn't, and, she, and this is per her admission, she doesn't do well in group settings at all. And but that's what the trip is. Yeah. So I, I get that. You know, when she when she and I together, like one on one or two on one. She's fine. She really just can't handle the, the group stuff. That's hard because, yeah, trip, girl's trip is in the title. So that would be... Yeah, like, you know what you signed up for, girl? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you knew before you came and got on that 22-hour flight, honey. Yeah, oh, my God. Wait, so how, how did you and Candace like, go from the depths of depravity in the dance studio to agreeing to going on, a, you know, halfway across the globe together? Were you at least, like, in a good place when Potomac wrapped? Yes. Okay. Yes. We definitely were. Now that went all to hell in Thailand, but we definitely were. And we even were supposed to um, fly together. Now, once oh. we got to the 
airport, we realized we were we were on two different airlines because something had happened with our tickets or whatever. And I, she and I both were like really upset about it. We were like both like, oh my god, we're we're not gonna be together because you know that's a long way to travel. You want a friend with you. Um, so yeah, then we got to Thailand and all hell broke loose. So yeah, oh, yeah, I think she. Then you guys made sure you were on separate flights on the way back. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know where she was on the way back. You know, <laughs> you didn't care. Yeah, no, not at all. Candace <laughs> described the 10 days in Thailand with you as uh, just complete unadulterated hell. Um, how would you describe it, Giselle? Listen, she was in hell because she was lying the whole time. I was enjoying my best life, honey. I I had a ball. I had lying? A, I mean, she was fibbing. What do you call it? She was, she wasn't answering no questions. Her nose was growing? Yes, yes. I literally told everyone, I think I told Angie, like, best Bravo trip I've ever taken. Oh. So much fun. Like, a ball. Better than and Mexico. I mean, because you're in the group chat with the fun people, too. So I'm like, if you're with Portia, Alexia, Marisol, it's hard not to have a fun time. True. Very true. Um, yes, way better than Mexico. Yeah. Well, okay, speaking of Mexico, this Karen and Sharice fight was absolutely bonkers. And then at the end of the episode, Giselle, you're like, what did Sharice do? Did she sleep with one of Karen's boyfriends? Giselle, explain yourself. We, we got to talk about this. Are you talking about blue eyes? Are there other men? Like what actually, Giselle, before, let's just start here. What do you think of all the hearsay about Karen stepping out on Ray? Do you believe it? Do, have you, do you, do you know? Do you have evidence? Okay. I okay. I'm just, and I hate not to answer questions, okay. but I'm just going to say, <laughs> that we gotta let the season play out because this is this is integral to the rest of the season. So it's not like Heather's black eye. We'll no. find. No. We'll get more. Okay. Yes. Yes. We'll get we'll answers. Get the of that. Okay. But and it, it very much was the the Charisse, uh, um Karen fight of it all. It was very much like WTF. This don't make no sense. This is Karen again. Remember when Karen said that I wanted I wish death on Ray. It was very much like that. It was like oh. You know, you came to my mother's funeral and then you tried to use that to get back on the show. Sharice actually is an OG, okay? I don't think Sharice needs to go to her funeral to be back with the people that she's actually friends with. Mm. I mean, there you have it. I mean, Karen called her uh, a has-been leprechaun looking for coins, looking for friendship, looking I don't, looking for a lot of things. What... <laughs> How, how would you describe Sharice today? As you said, she is an OG, and I, for one, was happy to see her back in the mix. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Giselle? No, lo absolutely loved it. Um, I love when Sharice is around. I feel like she brings a sense of, like, stability. Like, hmm. she brings um, kind of like a calming factor to the craziness. And I appreciate that. I really, really do. I love that. And I love, too, that um, she, like... Cause she's, I feel she's one of the few people that can really like you, her and Robin have the ability to get Karen a little lot, like a little, like what's happening. I what's, why are you, what's, what's going to, what's going to happen at this dinner? I can't just be a dinner where I talk about my candles. Like she gets a little bit on edge, which is fun to watch. And, but it is interesting too, because Ashley's saying also that um, Karen and Robin are not, are kind of like having a moment off cam and like currently what your face is saying at all what's happening yeah what do you know what do you know Giselle tell us okay so the last day of Mexico so I don't know if y'all have seen like for like additional episodes have no okay so the last day of, of Mexico it is the Karen Robin showdown hoedown okay 
it is like, what the hell? And it didn't help that I kept passing out shots of tequila. It didn't help. Like, it help. <laughs> I know. It was, but and to this day, they're still not right. Like, it oh, was wow. ugly. It was horrible. It might have something to do with Juan. You didn't hear it from me. But it was not good. Well, okay. So we do have that moment in some of the teasers where... Ashley and Karen are talking and Karen's like, Juan's got a girl who looks like me. And Ashley's like, looks like you. Like, you mean like blonde hair? So clearly Karen is out here making accusations that yes. Juan has a side chick that apparently is a Karen doppelganger. Is there any validity to this? Oh, well, I mean, if, okay. In your opinion? In my opinion, absolutely not. Okay. And absolutely not. That looks like Karen. Okay. <laughs> But I'm saying it. No shade to shade. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just I don't see Karen as Juan's type. No. Neither does Juan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it does seem like out of because everyone always like has made jokes about Robin and Juan, their marriage and everything like that, which is it sometimes it's in good fun. Sometimes Karen seems this season to really be going in on them to a point where it's sort of like you're good. Like you're nice. You're just like, okay, when it happened, like you're obviously going at your own pace. You have kids involved, everything like that. You have this prenup, but Karen seems to be really pressed about their ring. No, like their fake ring, ring marriage, everything like that. Yeah. And, and I don't even understand that. Like why? Like just concentrate on the, the, your institution that might be crumbling. Just concentrate on that. Okay. And like leave Robin and Juan alone. I feel I like she's probably just sort of trying to possibly deflect away from all these like blue eyes stepping out on Ray rumors. Like maybe that's why she's so pressed about Robin. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's bored and has nothing else to say, but <laughs> in Mexico, it will be hashed out. Okay. 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 When, it's Just, funny you say she, you're, she's bored because she's going all around with the Karen Huger experience. <laughs> well, was that her experience or was that Matt's? Like, who put that together? Because clearly you just showed up, Karen, and you you were the host. You were the host of the night. It was not just a, show, just a host, girl. I, I love that she did an outfit change, and I was like, but what was the... No one saw the first outfit. <laughs> I, was, I was so, like... At, at first, I was, like, mad that I was there because, like, this is a bunch of nothing. But then I was so happy I was there because I was like, this is funny as shit. This is hilarious because nothing is going on. Karen's changing her wigs and her outfits every five seconds. For what? It was so funny seeing her uh, experience your uh, reasonably shady live show. And she was taking notes about what to do and what not to do. And then her show went the way it did. So what, 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 what was it like for you watching her watch you and then experiencing what you experienced? Um, I, I expect nothing less from Karen. Like I knew her show was whatever Matt told her to get up there and do. And I knew that it was like whatever he put together. Like what Robin and I put together, like Robin and I put a show together and we have a podcast. So we have things to talk about, you know, uh, we have a run of show, we have all of that. So I, it was it was actually kind of sad. Cause like Karen, you can't do what Robin and I do. You just can't do it. But I'm, I'm happy to support her in whatever she tries. So, like, in your opinion, then, who is really copying who? Because it seems like that is up for debate. You know, in in this group of women, inspiration is everywhere. Yes, yes. I she. I mean, she can't copy what me and Robin do because 
she's not that person. She's not equipped. So, but, you know, I would never copy what she did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have to say, because City Winery even told us, they were like, oh, Reasonably Shady was here last month. And they were so nice. The crowd was wild. So people are loving Reasonably Shady shows. And do you guys have more fun stuff planned uh, in 2023? Of course. Absolutely, of course. And, you know, we're, we're taking our show on the road. We're very excited about it. We do love to sit with people and they've listened to all of our shows and they're able to like ask questions about it. Like it's nice to like engage with the fans. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I feel like the the Robin and Giselle fans are particularly passionate about <laughs> you two. I feel like there's so much debate about whether Sharice or Karen is the grand dame of Potomac. I feel like you and Robin are like the co grand dames. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever feel like that? Um, you know, I don't need a title. So, you know, I'm just like Giselle in, in my lane, whatever lane that is. I, but I do think that, you know, it speaks to kind of like, um, the core, you know, like Sharice was there from the beginning. Um, Sharice is very much Potomac outside of the show. She's just a Potomac girl. And yet y'all have to remember that Sharice was married to the coach of the Wizards, which was is our basketball team. So Sharice was like socialite, like on steroids. So she's, you know, very much that girl. And, you know, one day I got mad at Karen and I gave her, I gave her a title. I called her a grand dame and she's just, hasn't let it go. You yeah. never will. <laughs> so, oh my God. So I guess it's kind of like your fault that she yeah. is. Should you trademark that? <laughs> I should have. Yeah, and you should be getting a cut of La Dame too, because that, you know, that's like a on the Grand Dame family. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I do though have come to appreciate how she like loves to like own it and mm -hmm. the craziness behind it. Like I do find it humorous. I love that. Yeah. Now, Giselle, I think we have to wrap up, but before we go, I just want to know if you could bring back one OG full time, give her a champagne glass, who would it be? An OG? Yeah. Well, that, that would either be like Sharice or Katie. You know, we did see Katie earlier in the season. I would love Sharice to come back. I mean, I've, I've said that a million times. I've said to the production company. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I would, I would love for Sharice to have a champagne glass if it's okay with her. Because you know what that means. They've got, you know, they're all in your business. Mm -hmm. They're in your champagne so room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. In right. the champagne room. Sure. I, I'm, I'm all down for Sharice. Oh, I hope okay. she is down because I love her on the show and you guys have a fun night. And she brings, like you said, it's she brings a great energy to it. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, nobody needs your energy. <laughs> Thank you for bringing so much great energy to this interview. It was so amazing catching up and Danny and I can't wait to see the rest of the season play out and see what yes. you do reasonably shady. I want to come to a live show. I would love oh, that. Definitely. definitely. Next time out, if we're ever in New York, we definitely want you guys to come. And the rest of the season is crazy so hold on to yourselves <laughs> okay <laughs> so we will be I'm, I'm buckled in if you loved gossiping with us and i know you do then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast virtual reality by page six you can find us on spotify apple or wherever you get your podcasts see you next week